If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on Homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Saturday, January 13th, the beginning of a very big weekend for NFL fans. If you're not, you'll have plenty of time to go back and listen to any programs of ours that you may have missed because the people that are in your life who love the NFL will be tied up for the next couple of days. Sorry about that. Not so sorry. Anyway, this is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. And we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions, make sense of those mysteries. If you have a question, if something is going on, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button and write us your note. Now, once you write the note, there are two questions. One will be, would you like to come with us on the air for the audio version of the program? And the other question is, would you be willing to come on video to join us on our new show, the YouTube show that's called Jill on Money Powered by the Compound? I hope we get a wide smattering of people who want to be on video. We have gotten a certain demographic, <clears throat> you youngsters, but we'd love to have anyone come on. And it would be a just an absolute blast. And we love that program. So do check it out if you haven't done so yet. Also, while you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter because Mark does a great job with that. Good prep for the weekend anyway. Okay. Today we are talking to Ross, who's on the line from Texas. I am kind of, I'm ready for retirement from corporate life. And so I'm financially, I'm just wondering if I'm financially independent enough for my next endeavor. Okay. Uh, so we've talked so, about fine before. Yeah, I love that. So, Ross, how old are you? I am. Well, my wife and I, I'll be 57 at the end of the year. My wife will be 55. And you both are currently working or are you just working? What's the, the division there? Um, I have, yeah, I work full time and my wife has had a part time job for a long time. So, mostly <laughs> raising the kids and that kind of thing. Right. Ross, how much do you earn right now? Um, 150, probably. Let's say a base, yeah. Okay, and you are you entitled to bonuses? Yes. So combined, we're probably one seventy-five. Okay, that's great. And what about um, what about your wife part time? How much does she earn? It's between ten and twenty. And you got some kids? We have three boys. Mm -hmm. um, so the the oldest two are out of college and launched. 
Um, the youngest is a just entered college. So he's 19 and just entered college. And are you guys paying for his college? Yes, we fully paid for the first two and we intend to do the same for, for the third. And we've got uh, about 90000 for for that. So okay. probably about three years worth of college saved up for him. All right. Yeah. So let's hear about some of the, the savings that you guys have done to see if this is possible. Sure. So um, as far as retirement, um, just over $2 million in retirement accounts. Um, plus, we have a an investment property that I count as towards that as well. Um, but not as part of that $2 million? Correct. Right. Okay. So what's the property worth? The investment property is worth about 237000 and we um, owe one seventy seven on that. And it, it's cash flowing positive for you? Yes, um, over 600 a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good. So you're going to hang on to that. Yes. And okay. we'd like to get a second one. Um, so maybe we can talk about that, you know, in a little bit. Um, Slow down, partner. Slow down <laughs> right now. Just All right. The $2 million in retirement, is it all pre-tax or is there some Roth part of that? What What's the breakdown? Yeah, we have um, about... 1.8 of that, I'd say, is 401k or rollover IRA, traditional, you know, IRA mm-hmm. type stuff. And then so tax-free is the remaining um, about 240000 Okay, got it. Non-retirement assets? Mostly it's just in a, our emergency fund, which is 65000 Okay, got yeah, it. So nothing All right. much there. Okay, well, that's, that's plenty as long as it's your emergency fund. Primary residence? So the primary residence is about 580000 585 something like that. And mm-hmm. we owe 55000 on that. Almost good done. equity in that. Yeah, about 530000 in equity on that. And if you were going to have a new endeavor, are you going to hang in that current primary residence or is there any move that would um, that you're thinking about? I probably, yeah, I'll probably just stay put. Um, okay. And then I don't really think of that in terms of any retirement. Like I think if I were to sell it, I probably would buy something, you know, equal somewhere else. So, okay. Um, Fair yeah, enough. Just, okay. How much does it cost you guys to live your life in Texas? You know, you make, let's just call it, you know, just south of $200,000 a year that has allowed you to accumulate a lot of money. So what do you think your actual retirement need is? I kind of put it at 90000 to be conservative. I, I feel like it's probably closer to 80 or something less than that. Um, okay. It's really what our annual expenses would be. Would you be entitled to any pension benefit? It's a small one. I think it'd be about $500 a month if I waited till 70 to mm-hmm. take that. If I took the lump sum though, I believe it'd be right about 90,000. So hmm. I do, I'm in, including that 90,000 in the uh, retirement assets. Uh, okay, I got it. What about if you're thinking about like, I'm done with the corporate world, mm-hmm. um, but you would be willing to work, yes? Yes. Um, I kind of would like to not have to go back to a W-2, you know, 1099 type thing. Um, but um, yeah, I haven't quite figured out what that that new endeavor would be. Uh, okay. But I'd be willing to do something because I think our goal is um, to not touch our retirement until, say, 65. So let those funds, um, I may not add to them, I may not be able to be able to add to them, but let them ride, you know, for the next, you know, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And so I would want to cover my expenses somehow, some way. And if that means working for somebody else or just doing something else, then I'm open to that. So 
In your head, as you think about the $90,000 a year need, you're saying to me that you want to find some job that will pay you somewhere like north of $100,000, because I presume your wife would still continue with her part-time stuff or not? Um, Yeah, she probably would for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking because obviously I look at, I, I, I wrote down, I wrote down 57 to 65 question mark. Yes, and because, that is the question mark. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, if I could wind the clock ahead and you were 67 and not 57, I'd be like, you're in great shape. This is a critical time in your life because, I mean, again, let's just say that you made $110,000, $120,000 a year. Your wife continues to make her part-time. And after taxes, it's fine. You cover your expenses, but you got to do that for those eight years, mostly because of the health insurance implication. You just need to have, you need money coming in and you need to cover your health insurance. Is there a job that you, and and again, I know this is all like sort of fantasy land, right? Mm -hmm. But is there a job that you think you could be happier doing for half the money or whatever, two thirds uh, of the money? Or is it just like, oh my God, I'm just going to work for another ding dong firm and I'm going to be just as unhappy two years from now, but I'm be making less money. I probably could find another place, but the last two years at my job has been really rough and, and mm. not enjoyable. Right. Mm. So that is kind of, you know, almost prompting me to, to want to do something else. And so I'm, I'm sure I could find another employer or another job um, that would be uh, more enjoyable um, that I yeah. could do. I mean, I don't want to crush your dreams, you know, <laughs> honest to God. I, uh, although, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I think that you don't want to touch the $2 million, right? Because you want the two, you know, in eight years to be three or three and a half, right? Right. And right. at that time, if you look at the numbers, let, let's just pretend it's three and a half, okay? Mm-hmm. And you look at those numbers and... um you say, well, you know, three and a half million dollars. What could I pull out of that without blowing out of, you know, the the whole portfolio? And I think it gets you what you need. I mean, you sort of do need to accumulate somewhere around three and a half million dollars by the time you're ready to call it quits completely. Now, I'm not saying you will absolutely go from two to three and a half over the next eight years. I'm just sure. saying, you know, I think you could. It could be worse. It could be better. Sure. But, you know, to make the numbers look better, you'd want to make more now. I think you're close here. You know, this is a, a this would be a quite a bold move on your part. If you're going to look for a new job this minute, is there a job that you think you can make, let's say, 125, 130, 140 and be happy? Are you looking? Are you actively looking? Do you feel like you have skills that are transferable to another firm? I do have skills that would transfer. Yes. Um, I'm not actively looking. I, I'm looking at I guess because part of that is I, I'm wanting to retire from the current company. And so to get a job with someone else, uh, you know, would be like, hey, can you start in two weeks type thing? Um, mm-hmm. So what I'm really looking at is, is um, finish out this time. And then uh, as I get close to that date, say it's the spring or something like that, then I would then start to look um, okay. at that time. There is one thing to, to uh, a little tidbit to throw in there is that my employer does offer pre-65 medical, so which is partly why I would want to retire as opposed to just leaving, um, mm. right, and going to another job, is mm-hmm. they, they they could cover, the expenses are about $775 a month to get full medical for me and my wife. and Until you're, so so play that out for me a little bit. So you're, you're 57 years old, you say, boss, 
It's been great. Shake yep. your hand. I'm yep. going to retire. Yep. Then what happens? I have medical coverage through them um, until they phase it out. So I'd have about you know four years or so of coverage, hmm. five years of coverage with That's them. That's big. By then I'm 61. Now I do have four more years to cover on the market. Um, but still, that would be big. Yeah, because that would yeah. fl- that would give you flexibility as you uh, to at least in the beginning say right. I don't know if I want a full time job. But I mean, right. did when we said the ninety grand a year, did that include seven seventy five a month for a medical? Yes. Or not? Mm-hmm. It did. Yep. Okay. It All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel a little bit. That's a little breathing room. That's kind of yeah. cool. If you can find something to replace mm-hmm. this income, then I think it's great. I agree. You cannot touch the retirement money. You cannot touch the retirement money until you're 65. You just can't because you're really close on the meeting your need. All right. Right. Um, Did you get your social security benefit estimate at age, uh, your full retirement age or 70? Did you, do you have those numbers? I do. So um, for me, if, if I stopped working at the end of the year, uh, but then delayed until 70, it would be 42000 a year is mm-hmm. the way I understand it. Mm-hmm. And for my wife, if she did the same, right, it would be about 15000 So combined, 57000 You know, that's going to cover a good chunk of your needs. So even the pressure to keep the your hands off the retirement assets is eased up once you get to age 70. And by the way, of course, you're going to have to pay tax on the money you pull out of the retirement funds and you will, but it'll be at a low bracket and hopefully, God willing. I don't know. I think it's possible. I think this is a possible plan. I really want you to crunch some of the numbers in your, does your company provide a match to the 401k? Yes. 8%. Okay. So in right now, are you maxing out? I presume I'm matching the 8%. Oh, you're just doing 8%. Yes. You're not putting in more than that. Okay. So keep doing the 8%, but don't put any more money away. And and money that is saved uh, in general, if you get a better bonus or whatever, just pop it into your emergency reserve. Right. I'd love that emergency reserve to be 100 grand by the time you're calling it quits. Or I shouldn't say call it quits. When you are finding your next endeavor. That's right. (laughs) It's very exciting, right? Um, I also do contribute to the uh, IRAs for us each year. So that's why I don't maximize the 401k. But I switch over um, once I get the match, I switch over to the IRAs and contribute to those. So um, we're putting away about 25000 a year. Yeah. Have, I mean, I wouldn't that. do the IRAs now. Okay. I would just let that be. Forget it. Okay. I, I really would rather you have more cash. Okay. I mentioned earlier about the investment property, about getting a second one uh, that no. gives you a pretty good- N-O income. spells no. N-O. No way. Okay. There's no money to do that. You'd have to pull money out of your retirement plan, pay tax on it. No. And you're well, like I pulled hot, out of the Roth. The, my contributions to the Roth, I guess, are-, are um, Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Um, what else? Uh, wills in place? We have a wills. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, healthcare proxies. I don't know about that though. Um, mm, that's yeah. a biggie on my in my world. I really I think that would be really important for you guys, just to okay. know if something bad happens, my wife gets to pull the plug. I get to pull the plug on her. Right. Okay? I think it's exciting. You got to tell us what the you got to tell us how Plan B works. At you must keep in touch with us. Okay. You promise? We'll do. Yes. All Thank right. y'all so much. If you would like to run different scenarios by me and Mark, we're both certified financial planners. We'd love to help you out. All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, and click the Contact Us button. 
While you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the Jill on Money live service. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars for a whole year and lots of fun bonus video content. 35 bucks is all it costs because Mark has not figured out how to raise the price yet, but I'm sure he will. So you might as well subscribe now. Okay. Also, you can subscribe to this program on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review. We really would appreciate it. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.